Carmen Schober with the No Apologies podcast, uh, the Stacios podcast, and I'm super excited to have kind of a different conversation today with a friend I met on Instagram. I've been making lots of friends on Instagram lately. I was trying to think, Haley, how I discovered you and your shop, Sweet Sequels, and I think maybe it was Allie Beth Stuckey. I think you had made like a pro-life post and I think she shared it and that's how I found you because I was like, oh, that's awesome. Like an account with lots of followers being outspokenly pro-life. So I followed you from there and oh my gosh, your stuff is so cute and beautiful and you know, you have a whole range of items. Um, I'll let you kind of talk about what you do, but yeah, I'm just having Haley on here today to share about her experience as a Christian shop owner and influencer on Instagram, just kind of give you guys a chance to learn about that side of things. I know a lot of our listeners are not necessarily on Instagram, but some are. So hopefully you'll kind of learn a little bit about a growing sort of, I guess it's almost an industry, selling goods and making a persona on Instagram and what that is like as a Christian woman. So welcome, Haley. Thank you. Yeah. You know, we only know each other through Instagram. Maybe just tell Mm -hmm. our listeners a little bit about you. So my name is Haley. Um, I started my shop in 2013. So 20, uh, seven years ago, I started it right after I graduated college. I was newly married and I didn't want to get a traditional job because I knew that I wanted to stay at home with kids at some point. So, yeah, I started my shop up right after college. It took a while to get it going, but it's been really fun. And now I have three kids, one on the way. So, yeah. And you get to stay home. And I get <laughs> you to home and I'm living the dream. Yeah, I know. Seriously, it's, it's great. It's everything that I had wanted. So, yeah, I'm happy about it. Yeah, that's amazing. I think that is, for so many women, that really is the dream. You know, <laughs> like, I mean, I had the same kind of aspiration I I was in academia for a little while and I kind of briefly thought I wanted to do that. And then I like had a wake up call. (laughs) I was like, no way. I don't want to be like a college professor. (laughs) Can't think of a literally worse job (laughs) the more I thought about it. But yeah, I think if you can find a way to stay home with your children and teach them and, you know, be present with them, but then also have an outlet where, you know, you can be creative and productive and even make some money. That's like Mm -hmm. amazing. Truly is the dream. Maybe tell people a little bit about your shop, sort of the vision behind it, what you sell, how it's kind of changed over the years. Just give us a sense of what that has been like. So I make literary inspired paintings and then I turn my paintings into lots of different products. So I sell blankets and shirts and book sleeves and mugs and journals. And I just started illustrating my own classical literature adaptations. I'm doing illustrated editions of some of my favorite books. So everything is inspired by classic literature. I read a lot. Yeah. You have tons of like stockings. I saw you're kind of expanding into different things. Did you have baby swaddles? Am I just imagining that? No, I do. Yeah, I have baby swaddles. And I've sold a lot of different products over the years. The blankets and everything I sew at home myself. Oh, wow. Yes. I didn't realize that. 
Yeah. That's a lot of work. But yeah, I mean, it's obvious from your shop that everything is like very thoughtfully made very, you know, like it's, it's all, it all has like a similar vibe, but there's lots of different options and just clearly, um, I mean, I think I have a very good sense of sort of who you are based off of looking at all those different things, because there is like a theme that runs through them, but you clearly also are able to create a lot of different things. Like you have Harry Potter stuff, which is very charming and cute, but then you've also got C.S. Lewis things and um, Jane Austen. And, you know, it's just for any book lover, especially of the classics, like you said, there's just a lot of fun options and your shop. Like I said earlier, I found you through Allie Beth Stucky or Stucky. I feel like I always say her last name wrong. I, think <laughs> I don't know. I think it's Stucky. Stucky? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. If she ever listens to my podcast, I think I mention her like every three episodes. She's probably like, wow, say my name right. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Allie Beth. Sorry. People do it to me too. My last name is weird. It's Schober. How do you say your last name? Yours is kind of a tricky one. Yeah. It's DeRocher. I People mispronounce it all DeRocher. the time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they try to make it like fancier. Yeah. Um, DeRocher. Yeah. yeah. Like it's mm-hmm. like the Americanized yeah. French. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. I think people get really confused since my name is Carmen. And then I have like a very standard German last yeah. name because of my husband. And then before that, you know, my last name was Phillips. So I've always been like <laughs> Spanish name, white name, <laughs> American <laughs> name. It's a bit of a throws people for a loop. But so you are outspokenly pro-life and you share pro-life content on your Sweet Sequels Instagram, which has a lot of followers, which, you know, may or may not be. Christian or pro-life, but you still boldly do that. And have you always done that? Was that sort of, you know, a decision you made early on? Or, you know, did you kind of have like a moment where you're like, I'm gonna take this stand? Kind of how did that decision happen? Yeah, so I haven't always been outspokenly pro-life. I mean, I've always been pro-life. But when I first started my account and the bookstagram world, on Instagram, yeah, it's is largely skewed to to like liberalism and atheism and stuff. Yes. There's a lot of, I mean, it's not a Christian community. I would say kind of like anything on Instagram, right? right? right Pretty exactly. much any little niche kind of yeah to the left. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. So when my account was growing, I read a book called "You Carried Me" by Melissa Odin, and it's about she's a her mom went to abort her when she was in utero and she ended up surviving Melissa did and she found that out as an adult that she was meant to be aborted but she survived the abortion and so after I read that book and my account I probably had a couple thousand followers at that point I felt like I wanted to talk about it but I knew that I would probably lose a lot of followers but I did it anyway it was fine and then from then on I just kind of steadily incorporated it but then this past year I have really talked about it a lot just because it's just been on my heart a lot and I've been reading a lot about it and I don't want to be quiet about it (laughs) so yeah 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 no I love it I think I think it's so sad in a way that you know 
our position that babies should not be murdered because they're unwanted or because they're disabled or because they're small, that that's like the extreme and controversial position to hold. (laughs) You know, it's like, you know, maybe the people who zealously love abortion are the ones with kind of the extremely strange position. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think for a lot of people, I know you said like the last year it's been really weighing on you. And I've seen that in the last four years. And maybe it just has to do with, you know, the increasing polarization of politics. More and more people who previously, and this includes myself, felt, you know, they kind of thought, well, I'll just go along to get along. I have these opinions, but I'm not going to share them. I don't want to be divisive, you know, just kind of all sorts of different approaches finally reach a breaking point where it just comes down to like this this is wrong and this is right and more people have to say that we cannot be afraid of telling the truth <laughs> like that doesn't help anyone right you know being fearful being silent um especially on matters that concern extremely vulnerable people in their lives their right to live like there's really There's no reason to be silent anymore. And so I just really commend you for doing that, though, because I know the pressure, like you said, sort of that bookstagram world and Instagram in general, you know, people just pounce like angry mob Mm -hmm. come up out of nowhere. And I've seen, you know, they've left you some like nasty reviews before and different things like that. So you've been on the on the receiving end of some of that nonsense. And, you know, just what was that like? Maybe give people a sense of the responses you've received for being pro-life and for being a Christian and kind of how you've dealt with them. Because I think for a lot of people, they are really afraid of the consequences. So maybe hearing from you, someone who's experienced it, come out on the other side, you might be able to kind of help them know what to expect and to be encouraged. Yeah. So I think it was back in June that I made that post that Bookstagram canceled me or whatever, quote unquote. And Ali Beth posted about it. So I, I made a post talking about abortion and Margaret Sanger and BLM and encouraging people to research it. And then all of Bookstagram just attacked. And it was intense. And the amount of hatred and vitriol was, I wasn't expecting it. And I mean, I knew how people felt about it. And I knew that I would get some angry people because I talked about abortion before. But at the same time, like, you know, I I had talked about it before. So it's like people know what my stance is on this. So how bad can it be? But people who people who don't know you, don't follow you. If they see you post something like that, they'll come and attack you and, you know, say mean things and slander you in their stories and all this even though they have no interest in what you do and what you sell or I mean it's it's weird I'm like why why do you spend your time I don't know (laughs) right no but even even with all that I don't regret it I mean I'm gonna keep talking about it I lost tons of followers but I also I mean I've gained tons of followers too and right I feel like when you speak out on your convictions, you're going to find people who really who hate you for it, but they're not people that you want to be following you anyway. And your words could make an impact on them. Maybe not right now, but maybe 
a year from now, or maybe, you know, maybe they'll think about it. You know, it's on their mind. It's going to be on their mind. So maybe, maybe you'll, maybe your words will have no effect, but maybe they will have an effect. And beyond the people who hate you for speaking your convictions, you're going to find a lot of people who feel the same way that you do, but they're too scared to speak out. I've had a lot of people who have felt encouraged by me taking the stance that I take and, um, you know, tell me that they're going to start speaking out more, which I think is what we need. Yeah. I think Christians and conservatives are losing the culture, right? I mean, I think we are at a point where we're losing the culture. It's slipping away because people are too afraid of speaking out and of maybe causing controversy or making people upset. Right, right. But like if our culture matters to you and if our if Christianity matters, you know, if anything matters, then we have to take a stand and we have to speak truth, even if it means yeah. people coming after you. But I mean, it's never, they're going to say mean things, but it's just words, you know, like, you know, you know that your stance and what you're saying is, is the truth. So what, they can't do anything to hurt you, you know? I've had negative reviews, like on my Facebook, and I've had people I've had, there was a, a, an Instagram account that was created just to slander other content creators and they started it because of me. So like, I've been through it. I've had, you know, people attack my business, but there are people who now are more loyal fans and followers and who are customers because I've stood up and stayed true to my convictions. You know what I mean? So it hasn't hurt yes. my business. Yes. It hasn't hurt my business at all. Yeah. You think it's, it's like actually helped your business probably, right? Like, like you said, because now people who truly are kind of fans and followers can find you are more enthusiastic about supporting you. So much of what you said is spot on. I think you're right. Christians for way too long have been just really passive and quiet and believing in some false notion of neutrality. And it's, it's not helping anybody, you know, like you said, we are losing the culture. And I think Maybe your story really demonstrates, though, is that we are at this critical moment where I think we can win some very important mm-hmm. battles. And it's not nearly as hard as many people think it is. It's just the sheer small step of using your voice to say something controversial. And then you withstand the criticism. You withstand, you know, these little flimsy attacks on your business and on your name, you know, like you said. They're gonna they're going to do it. We already know. Like that's sort of their impulse now is if you don't conform, they will attack you in sort of various kind of ways to intimidate you or to make you be quiet. So we already know what they want to do. So do the opposite. <laughs> Double down, be loud, keep sharing, keep posting. The people who care about what you care about are going to find you and they're going to kind of, you know, band together with you. I see that happening more often. As you know, I just put out a gift guide that has lots of companies that are not progressive, not woke, made in the United States. And the response to that was like overwhelming. People, I guess, have been like waiting their whole lives for that thing. (laughs) I got tons of new subscribers and followers and people, you know, they wanted like an extended version. Like, you know, it's There is really just something to be said, (laughs) yeah, for branding yourself as a Christian conservative business. You're not going to get lefties to buy from you 
But who cares? The second they find out that yeah. you don't enthusiastically support abortion, they're not going to buy from you anyways. <laughs> you know, like might as well just let, yeah, let them fall by the wayside. There's plenty of brands they can buy from. So oh yeah, it's this silly, silly thing where I, I, it's, I think it comes from a lot of unfortunately bad kind of progressive Christian teaching that like being quiet and being agreeable is like the highest Christian virtue we can aspire to, which just simply isn't true. You know, like telling the truth and standing for the truth and fighting for the unborn and giving people courage. Those are all much more, (laughs) much more important virtues that Christians can and should be exemplifying I think now more than ever so I just really commend you for doing that I think that your account is really inspiring to a lot of people and you know I don't know maybe you've already thought about this but you might be kind of spearheading the Christian bookstagram movement (laughs) you know maybe you're leading the charge and sort of building you know, because there's obviously like a lot of people who follow you who are bookstagram people and yeah. they love what you have to say. And so I think it's yeah. awesome that you're kind of mobilizing that group of people. Yeah, sure. There is definitely a there's a lot of bookstagrammers who I feel like have been waiting for someone to like come forward and be like, hey, you don't have yeah. to, you don't have to subscribe to all the nonsense, you know. And that's the thing yeah. is that the you know wokeness is that's mainstream it's not a controversial stance to take and you can go out and find pretty much any business and they're going to have their woke statement or whatever and yeah i don't understand people act like it's such an act of courage to come out and (laughs) be woke and i'm like no like that's everybody stunning and brave to have opinions that are totally and completely mainstream by every celebrity and corporation in america no one no one will attack no one i mean no one's going to give you any you know crap for that (laughs) but anyway yeah yeah so when all this stuff started happening earlier this year i was like it would be inauthentic for me to stay silent about some of this stuff and also or especially to do what a lot of other businesses did and you know come out with their wokeness come out as woke their little like their little yeah their little like racial racial penance yeah yourself for being white (laughs) yeah like i'm sorry that i'm white i can't i just can't do it and if on bookstagram there was a time where like they would attack you people would come after you if you hadn't said anything yet so at that point i was like all right we're kind of at a breaking point now so i need to I'm not going to, if I stay silent, I'm going to start, you know, people are going to come after me. So I might as well make my, uh, my stance known. And I mean, I did that the way that I did that was by talking about abortion and I'm glad I did it. I'm definitely don't regret it. And I feel like I can be myself. I feel like I can say what I want to say. And, you know, I don't post, I don't do post a ton of controversial stuff. I it's, I do try to stick to mainly literature and stuff, but sometimes in my stories, I will post stuff and I feel like I don't have to hide and I don't want to hide, you know? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I think one thing we have really tried to do, when I say we, um, my co-editor Ian and I, who started Stacios is, you know, we're both fairly young. I'm 28. He's, I think he's 30. 
31. Sorry, Ian, if you're listening, <laughs> I should know how old you are. Um, uh, but anyways, we both, you know, obviously we are Christians, we're conservatives, we, we talk about a lot of controversial things, we have very unpopular opinions. Um, but we both have, we, we are urging fellow kind of like young professionals to do just precisely what you're describing and to come out with bold, strong statements on the things that are important to them. Mm-hmm. And to do that early on, you know, face down the consequences, get through it, because it is so wonderful and liberating to do your work without a spirit of fear. Mm-hmm. You know, it is so nice to sit down and write or, you know, record a video or do whatever it is that we're doing. And in your case, you know, to create your brand on Instagram and to do it without constantly questioning who is this going to offend? Is this going to cost me X, Y, and Z, you know, and to just not have that spirit of fear hanging over you and to just speak the truth. Obviously there's unpleasant moments when people say mean things or try to intimidate you. But I would say what you gain is so much better because you're no longer oppressed by this, this little, you know, nagging, oppressive, woke, scold voice (laughs) constantly telling you what you can and cannot do. (laughs) So yeah, we always try to encourage people, especially young people who are, you know, doing things like you are endeavoring to start businesses or create brands and do different things to do that boldly and without a spirit of fear if that maybe that's what you're describing it sounds like you know you're you you don't have yeah you can be your authentic self Mm -hmm. which is what so many people say they want right you know instagram's all about authenticity (laughs) but then when you're actually authentic (laughs) sometimes they don't like it so much Uh, yeah people yell at you for it (laughs) yeah Another encouraging thing, though, has been people will message me and say that they don't agree with my views at all, but they still want to follow and they appreciate my they appreciate me sticking to my guns and talking about things that matter to me. And I think that's that's been an encouraging thing because you sometimes forget that. I mean, things are so polarized right now that it's easy to forget that there are people out there who are still reasonable, you know, like. Just because somebody doesn't have the same values or views as you doesn't mean they hate you. Yeah, that's very, that is super encouraging. That's true. And you know, that's, that's like what we need. We have to have people who disagree come to the realization that, you know, it's still okay for you to exist, for your business to exist. Like, you know, yeah. And they will still support you, you know, like even though, even though they don't necessarily like what I post all the time, there are people who they still support me and they still purchase for my business and they, they, we talk. And I mean, that's, I think that's great. Yeah. That's amazing. And that's is what we need more of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I see, you know, sort of this criticism when people, you know, on the center or the right start talking about like boycotting progressive businesses and stuff like that. Like, you know, with my gift guide, I got a few responses of like, well, aren't you, aren't you just acting like a liberal? You're not going to buy from, x y and z because you don't like their views and it's like you know i my whole life as a conservative i've never really had an issue ever buying you know i would shop at target i would Mm -hmm. i will buy you know from brands that have 
views that I don't like. That's never been an issue. But the only reason why I felt like I needed to do this is because the response from progressives is generally so unified and so strong and so um, organized in their attempts to destroy businesses like yours that I feel like there has to be a response. I wish there didn't have to be, but I think that people do need to have that option. I think the only way to send a message to some of these more bullying types is they do need to feel it, you know, financially in the form of followers. So none of that to say what you're saying. I mean, I totally agree with everything that you're saying. I'm just kind of addressing, you know, this idea like, oh, well, should right wingers and conservatives and people engage in this? And I think the honest answer is like, we kind of have to. <laughs> like, obviously, I would like the idea that we could all just have businesses and support them based purely on whether or not we like the product or service. This trend has been created where, you know, they're, just in my own little town in Kansas, this Facebook post kind of went viral of all these Democrat women listing out all these businesses that they didn't even know. They were just guessing that they supported mm-hmm. Trump. And, you know, calls to boycott them and to not shop from them. As much as it's a lot of work to compile <laughs> alternatives, I do think that it's it's needed. But oh, yeah. on the flip side, you know, like the fact that you have those reasonable followers, kudos to them, man. They're, they're, <laughs> they're the ones that could really turn this around. No, yeah, I know. I agree with you. Um, I think like with the businesses, it's, for conservatives, like if we boycotted every business that has leftist ideology, we would have nowhere. We would we would have some places to <laughs> shop, but like exactly, it's overwhelming. Yeah, I feel like left has a monopoly on pretty much everything in our culture at this point. But I think yeah. like yeah, I love your gift guide because I think conservatives are tired of having to give their money to to companies and uh, businesses that you know, are hate them. Yeah, they <laughs> hate conservatives. You know? <laughs> exactly. It's like, yeah, it is. It's just, it's exhausting. Yeah. No, I agree. Well, thank you. Yeah, it was it, like I said, it had an overwhelming response. I'm definitely going to keep adding to it and sending it out. And it's been actually really fun. Now I because, <laughs> you know, I think in these like, these terms now and like woke and non-woke like I was talking to my friend <laughs> yeah. who was telling me about um, shampoo bars that she really likes. And she she showed me like where she buys them. And I went and looked at their um, Instagram and, you know, it was just it was just like so woke, like utterly virtue signaling every other post. So I quickly was like, okay, where can we find shampoo bars that are not that don't support ridiculousness? And I found one. So my brain automatically kind of is like, let's find the alternative. And I guess since now I've done it so many times, I'm like kind of good at it. This can be my thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if you all need non-woke shampoo bars, hit me up. I found I found some. <laughs> um, but anyways, Haley, I know you have other things to do with your life. You're a mom of four, one with with one in the belly on the way, mm-hmm. and a booming business. I'm sure right now, right before the holidays, I want to encourage right. everybody to go check out Sweet Sequels. She's got so many cute things. I've gotten a lot of Christmas presents there already, and very affordable for what you're getting for beautiful novelty goods, great prices. Haley, maybe just give our listeners 
one little bit of advice, you know, maybe there's a gal listening to us right now who is just like you. She wants to be a mom and a wife, and but also have a business and she wants to have an Instagram presence. And she also wants to stand for truth and, you know, not live, not have that spirit of fear. What would be your, your little bit of advice to her to center on her way today? I would say be authentic as far as like your Instagram post, what you want to post and don't get too caught up in your follower count or uh, the rate of growth or anything. Just like, you know, if you are your authentic self, followers will come and business will take off and yeah, don't give up. And yeah, I guess that's what I would say. Awesome. I love it. Well, thank you so much for coming on and chatting with me. And it was so nice to like learn more about you beyond just the Instagram screen. And hopefully maybe we can do this again sometime. Yeah, sure. Awesome. Thanks, Haley.